Welcome, good moms. If you ever doubt that you're a good mom, you are in the right place. I am Jody Schilling, mom of four and a former educator. And on this podcast, we talk about all the hard topics. We talk about the pressures and the demands that are placed on moms, and more importantly, how to get past all of that so you can do you. Let's define good mom on your terms. Hi, welcome back, moms. We have a special guest with us for this episode. I'm so excited to introduce you to Bonnie Lyman. She's also a life coach, and she and I went to the same life coach school. And I'm just going to let her introduce herself and tell us the moms that she works with and how she helps moms. And I know that she's going to have in our conversation today some other perspectives and things that can help you as you're navigating, especially with adult children. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome. Hi, Jody. I want to first thank you so much for having me on. You have a great podcast, and I just know you've helped a lot of moms in their journey through navigating this child-rearing process that we never got any instructions on, Yes. right? Yes. (laughs) You know, I have found, uh, well, first of all, I should tell you that I don't, I don't work with moms that are still, well, some of them still have kids at home, but I work with moms that are struggling in, with their connection, you know, or their relationship. Sometimes it just comes down to a connection with their adult children. And yeah. one thing I found that when I was raising my kids, everybody said, ooh, you got to prepare yourself for the teenage years that there could be some challenges. And so in your mind, you kind of gear up for that. And so when the challenges come, you're not knocked off your feet. Well, nobody ever tells us about the challenges and transition that comes when your children leave the house and are now adult children. But I have found that there are some things you can do while your kids are at home that will make that transition easier. Probably the hardest thing about that transition to having adult children is thinking it's not going to be any different. Thinking they're still going to need me. They're still going to call me a lot. Mm -hmm. They're going to ask me for advice. I can give them advice and they'll take it, but that's not the way it works. In fact, they, I I can remember when my first son left for college, we were going to leave like at 5 a.m. in the morning and he got us up at three. He wanted to go right away and he was so excited to get out of the nest, I guess you could say and be on his own. And so, you know, as they go out there, we forget that we have to put aside that role as a mother of children still in the home. And it's almost like we need to quit that job and take on now the job of being a parent to adult children 
which is so different. Yes, they're adults, right? Right. And the thing of it is, they're they're not going to need you as much, but they still want your respect and your understanding. And that is what we can do, even when there is a crisis in your home Mm -hmm. or something traumatic happens and everybody still wants to be understood and respected for how they think about what's going on. Exactly. But but as a parent of younger children, we can set boundaries and we can say, I know you really want to do that. And I can see that. Right. But I am sorry. I just can't let you do that. But when they become an adult, you have to let that go. That's so huge. Yeah. You have to let them make their decision. And that may mean making some pretty serious wrong decisions, but they are not going to learn any other way than falling. I had a friend tell me once, don't rob your adult children of going through their own personal hell Mm -hmm. because they are going to learn more from that than you talking them out of it. Now, if they come to you and they have, they can't make a decision and they want your counsel, then you're free to give it but they feel like you're controlling them and controlling their lives and that you don't have trust in them that they can make their own decisions if you're always offering your advice. That's what I was going to say is I think that, you know, one of the things that I've learned with mine in their twenties now, so they're not to that very next stage of, of adulthood, but they're entering adulthood. Right. And I think that for us, what's been most helpful is when, I can say, I trust that you'll make a good decision about this, you know, and so I'm still there. I'm still available to have that conversation. But I think that saying that I trust them to make that decision as an adult is that's very powerful as a mom. That's part of that transition that really makes a shift. Do you agree that there's a trust factor? Yes. Yes. And it's not like you have to agree with it. That's it. Sometimes I've said, if you want to know my opinion about that, you'll have to ask me Mm -hmm. instead of just (laughs) saying, oh, my gosh, that is what are you doing? (laughs) I've ever heard of. Like, for (laughs) instance, um, I had a friend who had a daughter and she got married and they were both still in school and she got pregnant and she said, oh. You know, and she just kind of said, what are you doing? You guys don't have the time. You don't have the money, Mm -hmm. you know, and that doesn't bring you any closer to your child. It pushes you further apart. Yes. And so our first commitment is just like you said, is trust. And we just, we have to be committed to loving them 
and respecting them and trusting them and giving them a chance to learn from their own mistakes without us trying to control them, then you are going to keep, most likely keep a relationship. Yes. The other thing you said, and I, I want to bring this one up too, is being committed to respecting them. I think as moms in that transition, sometimes we focus on them not respecting us, right? Like we think if they don't call, then they don't respect us or they don't, when they, you know, as adults, they, they contact us less or they don't want to do the same things that we used to do. They might not want to come on Easter or, you know, whatever they have plans with someone else. And we think that's disrespectful. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes, I would say that is the major concern of both of most of my clients. Even, you know, there's particulars that come up, but they think they deserve to be treated a certain way. Yes. But we have to remember when we love somebody and unconditionally love them, love is a gift we give ourselves. Nobody has to reciprocate to love someone. And so it's not about us. It's about what they want to do. And especially when they get married, you know, you've got another opinion then. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they, um, you know, they may go to the spouse's house for Christmases in a row. Mm-hmm. And so you can still want and wish that they would come to your house once. But you look for a positive side to what they're doing. If you just always focus on the good they're doing, mm-hmm. you're not going to feel as hurt. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times I talk about how with our kids who are really struggling, kids who have a behavior dysregulation, you know, struggle or they're, or they're Uh making choices and they go down a path that we don't, that we wouldn't choose for them ever. And I talk about how we can only really control our side of the relationship, right? I mean, we really can only show up with unconditional love toward them, but we can't really have an expectation from them to reciprocate. Do you, how do you feel about that? Do you agree with that as well? Or what are your thoughts on that one? I totally agree with that. And I agree with that in any relationship, Mm -hmm. whether it's your children or anybody else. Anytime we are operating out of resentment, we don't feel good. We're not happy. We don't feel that amazing feeling of love. Exactly. So So we have to find a different perspective of what's going on. Uh, We'll take in the case of going to Christmas dinner. Maybe there is a reason the spouse needed to go to their parents. Maybe your child has a great respect for his or her spouse. And if that's what they want to do, they're, they're supporting them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anytime there is resentment, 
It doesn't feel good. I just want to feel good. Yeah. So I look for a positive reason, a positive perspective, a positive way to look at it. If my needs are not being met, say I was going to, my husband and I were going to be home alone for Christmas, then by golly, I'm going to invite somebody else Mm -hmm. and have somebody's company during um, Christmas. Right. Yeah. And then that's, I think for me, sometimes I like to think, well, if we didn't have that, you know, that situation didn't happen, then I wouldn't have the opportunity to have a new experience. Right. A lot of times I think that we think we are, you know, we're giving up something else. And then we're, we're, like you said, it doesn't feel good when you feel like you're, well, I can't have what I originally wanted. And so I'll just have to kind of live with this. And instead thinking that, okay, because that happened, how am I going to respond now? And this is an opportunity to have some, you know, like you said, having a connection with friends, you know, that enriches your life that feels good. And so, and it doesn't have to be at a loss, right? It doesn't have to be I appreciate that perspective too. And it also, how you show up affects how your children think about you. You are the circumstance in your child's life. You are creating them. Yeah. Your actions create, trigger their thoughts of how they're going to think about you. And if they have the thought, gosh, my mom is so understanding. Mm -hmm. This must be hard on her. I so appreciate that she loves me enough not to harp on me or make me feel guilty. Right. Right. Yes. So it's, I mean, my whole philosophy and my coaching thing is love always wins. And it really does. It always comes back to you. Always. I, we are on the same page with that, Bonnie, because on my, even on my Instagram, it says love for the win for my families, you know, and my moms that I work with, because I think even in the hardest, most difficult, most painful situations that we can get in, when we can just make sure that love is at the table, that we bring love with us. If it's a uncomfortable conversation, if it's a, you know, if we even have to go through a process for, disciplining our kids before they get to be adults. And that's what I was going to add too, is that I appreciate that you are recognizing how challenging the, the stage is where we have kids, adult children. And I wonder about your advice for moms who still have kids at home, who want to have that transition be smoother when they get to that stage. What can they do now when they still have kids at home or they're even going through the teenage times? Okay. Well, one thing they can do about transitioning to an adult is know that it is completely different. That you're, like I said, you almost have to quit your other job and take on this Mm -hmm. new job Okay, where you are the cheerleader, you are the encourager you are what i want to say 
that you are committed to loving them. You're focusing on finding all the good that you're doing and being, you know, available. The other thing is I say you need to get a life. So even when you're at home, which I'm sure you teach your mom, you know, it's self-care. You've got to find something that is fulfilling to you outside of just raising a mom, even though you say, but that's the most important thing I'm doing. You know, that's the most, that's all I want to do. Well, then as you become, we'll say maybe a grandma, you know, and it doesn't work out like it did 50 years ago. Yeah. You, your kids just want you to be happy. That's all they want. And so, I mean, things may go just fine and your kids need you and your expectations are fulfilled and that's great. But I would say most of the time it's not. So you have got to find something that is fulfilling, that brings you happiness, that that fills um, that void of what you were longing for with your adult children that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you just find it with other people. Mm-hmm. And then your your relationship, your connection stays intact. And when they need advice, they come to you. Yeah, and I think it's about not having your adult kids meet your needs, right? If you're right. meeting your needs other places. Yes. 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 Where before we were just consumed with taking care of those kids. Yeah. You know, the other thing I was going to add, I think that, I think that sometimes we think we're doing it wrong, you know, and we, I think that we tend to think, oh, I'm not being a good mom at this stage, or this is not, you know, we tend to judge ourselves as much as we judge our kids about things. And I, I have found too, that the other piece of this is is kind of like accepting that this makes sense because we've had this role as their parents and their ultimate caregivers all through that time. So it makes sense that this transition would be challenging for a lot of us. And I think it's better if we don't judge it, but we just recognize that makes sense. And how do I want to approach it? Right. Because judging ourselves is never useful either. And a lot of moms who have kids that struggle tend to take on a lot of that. They absorb a lot of the responsibility for their struggles and for that too. So I think that's another aspect of this is not just taking judgment out of all of it. I I would agree. And I have a lot of my clients, they judge themselves that they didn't raise their children correctly. Mm -hmm. They didn't raise them to, or, or they weren't a good enough mom. So why would they love me now or want to hang out with me or, you know, Mm -hmm. what, whatever. And again, it goes back to, it's a continual thing of taking care of yourself and being responsible for your own feelings, you know? And so, yes, uh, it, it is not easy. You know, even if you did everything that you teach and I teach, It's still hard, but kind of like 
you have to choose your heart. Are you willing to practice looking at other perspectives as to what's going on Mm -hmm. or, and then keep reminding yourself, which can be hard to do when you kind of keep getting stabbed with different things, Mm -hmm. or do you just want to feel miserable for the rest of your life? And I just refuse to do that. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I also refuse that. Oh my goodness. It all works out. Yes. Yes. Well, I really have enjoyed this conversation, Bonnie. I appreciate you coming on so much. And how can people, any moms who have adult children right now, and they want to improve those relationships or even just talk to someone who can help them with their own self-care and all of that, how can they get in touch with you? Okay. They can go to my website, which is bonnielyman.com. Okay. Or I am on Instagram, uh, Bonnie Lyman Coaching. Okay. And um, I do have a weekly newsletter. I do have a free uh, resource, three ways to connect with your adult children that you can sign up for on my uh, website or going to the profile on Instagram. And I would love to. Hop on a call with anybody. I offer a free 60-minute consult. And so that's kind of how you get started. I love it. I love it. I will put the all of that in the show notes for this episode. And do you have any last words for anyone before we sign off? I would say it's got to start with loving yourself. You are amazing. We think we are screwing up our kids or we get so nervous about that. And we really don't have any, we don't have that much control if we're teaching them and we're loving them. And that also transfers to adult children, teaching them by your example rather Mm -hmm. than by your word, but just loving them, just doing the best you can. There's no guarantees kids are going to be successful in life, no matter what we do. Yes. Okay. Thank you again for coming. And all moms, we'll see you next week. If you like this podcast, please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing. You can also find me over on Instagram. You'll find links to my website there, information about my coaching program, and free resources. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week, and please rate and review.